2: welcome back to the millennials podcast
0: i'm smith i'm seth
1: and it's the voice that makes you moist
0: marcus and what do we need more right now in the world than a little bit of moisture
1: <laughs> a lot of <laughs> moisture
0: because it has been a bit of a week boys oh,
2: oh really what, has... what's going on
0: huh, huh?
2: oh no marcus uh, i'm just chilling.
0: <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah okay real quick
2: just just a side note you're talking about how crazy things are getting you know that show big brother still happens right yes
0: and
1: they don't know they have no idea
0: wait what (laughs) yep they do not know about coronavirus they're not allowed to know
1: i didn't know that show was still on yep there's like
2: eight versions of it and the uk one at least they have no clue and in the last episode they speculated wait why was there no live audience for our last big event what happened
0: Oh my god. Wow. But yeah, the coronavirus is uh running rampant across the entire world. Mm -hmm. I believe it's in pretty much every country now. Um Ironically,
2: the African countries are cutting off travel to European countries because of this.
0: (laughs) How the tables have turned.
2: (laughs) It really is the dawning of a new age when, when Africa's like, you can't come here because yeah. you guys are fucked up. Nasty. Yeah, Europe is. Apparently, the, the WHO, not the band, yeah. the WHO, World Health Organization, has declared Europe to be the epicenter of
0: the the epidemic now. Oh my god, I've been thinking it was the band, the WHO, all this time I've been reading these articles.
1: <laughs> mm. I'm like, wow. I'm sorry you had to up, yeah, But wait, how. I- I- How does Europe become the epicenter? I thought it originated in China. Well, I can tell you why, Marcus. It's because
2: China took the appropriate steps and cracked the fuck down, and now their cases have slowed to a trickle, and Europe's is doubling every six days. Oh. Oh, damn. So it may have started in China, but other countries failing to live up to China's example is leading to them now becoming the the epicenter.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, y'all, um... America and uh honestly, more more honestly, capitalism is not prepared for a shut for a lockdown.
2: No,
1: it is not.
0: There are no there's there's no preparation at all. The economy is fucking tanking.
2: Oh yeah, today the today the Dow Jones lost damn one point shy of three thousand points, and they keep Ooh. trying to
0: they try to push like a trillion dollars into the stock market, and then it fails immediately. They cut interest
2: rates to 0%. 0%. That means if you if you if you take money out from the government, you don't owe any interest. Yeah. Mm. And hey, you know what they're going to do next? They're going to negative rates.
0: So the government owes you money.
2: <laughs> no, no. That means you'll take money out and you'll pay less. Oh, okay. If, you, if they do a negative 1% interest rate if they got a million dollars, you only owe $999,000 nine, and $999. That's it.
0: Yeah, so our like, you know, here is that the millennials can take out a million dollar loan and just <laughs> pay like $999,000. <laughs> <000. laughs>
2: exactly. But no, that's not all the oldest. ones. That's all the, of the banks exclusively. Yeah, that's true. Oh, they also re- lowered the reserve limit for banks to $0. Wow. Hey, hey, hey y'all. The banks are about to fail. It's happening right now. Yeah.
0: I would hate to be working at a bank right about now. (laughs) I will say that. (laughs) I'm sure the mood there is rough. It is. And a bit uneasy for all employees of all levels and all offices involved.
2: I can imagine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I feel bad for them.
2: It's... But thing is, this is you. you the, the bank employees are not alone. Everybody's feeling the
1: squeeze.
0: Hey, Marcus, how oh. is the bakery closing down?
1: Uh, last time I checked, it didn't close down, but they have downsized considerably. Wait, do
0: you not work there anymore? Nope. Oh, where do you work? Okay, whatever you do now, is it taking any measures?
1: Um, what measures, Marcus? Do you want to tell them what happened? Well, I got laid off. I'm Marcus, not freaking out. No. I know. No more measuring cookies to be crumpled up. <laughs> oh, so you got laid off from the bakery. Okay. I did. I did. I, I thought that you and had moved from a bigger, better I don't bigger, know better... what, like, what they're doing or what their plan is, but as far as I know, they're still in production, which is a little weird, but whatever. I guess some people have ordered bread, and they're going to get it. But, um, yeah, right now... uh I'm just applying for unemployment which is about the best I can do in a time of crisis yeah like I'm this. sure
0: people aren't really hiring right now yeah
1: <laughs> absolutely so yeah that's weird yeah, just gotta see
0: what happens yeah where um my job is taking a lot of my job's done something really stupid where a whole there's like a whole office of people several offices of people and instead of just telling everyone to work from home because we all have the capability to and our jobs can easily be done from our from our job from our home and no one will have to lose any time or money they're making half of us work from home for the for the next 2 weeks and then the other half will work from home the next 2 weeks
1: well question why are they pretending like they can't do this without the office
0: i have no idea there's this there's I, I, as of this year there's this incentive within whatever company it is that i work for to um bring employees back into the office because a lot of people like there have been a lot of like work from home measures and they're like oh no we need face-to-face blah 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 and i'm like you know what maybe i can get behind that but maybe not in the time of a viral epidemic you know maybe not um but yeah i mean but honestly if things aren't better in two weeks i'm part of the team that's working from home for the first two weeks if things aren't better by this week i'm sure they're just going to tell everyone to work from home because if things aren't good in two weeks there's no way they're gonna want people to go in for the next two weeks so
1: right right
0: um i don't know it's uh yeah it's crazy though it's really crazy i, I, I mean i've had to go to the grocery store a couple of times in the past couple of days to uh get some just stock up a little bit and yeah people are crazy in there
1: oh yeah yeah i actually went to what, what uh, Kroger <laughs> went to Kroger like two days ago. That's hilarious. There was, Marcus. No, there was a zero toilet. You t- ain't Kroger? <laughs> God, Marcus. who could imagine? Where that? did you
0: find this hilarious
1: uh, comedy carnival oh. Kroger? <laughs> listen, listen, it's just your regular everyday Kroger. Okay, I just thought it was hilarious. Not all the toilet paper was
0: good. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. Today I went into, since I was working from home, I took a break in the morning. I went to go get some uh, bread and milk, which were also sold out the last time I went. Um, They had them back, so I got bread and milk and uh i still didn't look for any toilet paper because i think i have enough i mean if i run out i'll just fucking wipe my ass with my hands i don't care i mean let just wash them we have to wash our hands now anyway so why is it a big <laughs> deal if you got shit in your in
2: your ass jump into the shower and wash it off
0: exactly it
2: all goes down the same fucking
0: hole yeah there's no, there's no sanctity in the the drain
2: it's all it's all the same But by the way, my job, on Wednesday, we had a huge meeting. Oh, bad idea. Like, 300 people in a small room. That was a really fun thing. (laughs) That's nice. And they were like, don't worry, everybody. This thing, just a flu. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. But they were high-fiving
1: all over the place, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
2: and then on Thursday, they were like, okay, Okay. so things get a little more serious. We were being a
1: little loosey-goosey yesterday. (laughs)
2: But, it's all gonna be fine, no change. On Friday, they were like, we're having a meeting at 3pm, uh, small groups only, and so we went to the meeting, and they were like, uh, so we're gonna transition to working from home for the next two weeks, and we're also sending all the students home for two weeks, and, uh, we've never done this before, so we have to take two hours to bootstrap ourselves into working from home, when it comes, when it turns out that I think half folks in my office do not have computers. Wow. Don't have computers.
0: Don't have computers. What do they, how do they, they just have phones, that's it?
2: They're 60 years old and plus, basically. Christ.
0: Well, this they have computers.
2: laptops, right? Like, at nope. least? Oh my they had to god. they issue them laptops. Wow. Holy yeah, and so that was fun. So now I'm working from home. And you know what? Here's the thing, boys. Before this happened, I thought, working from home will never work for me I'll get too distracted. I'll be doing shit. I can't. I'll be playing video games or whatever. I got more done today than I usually do in three days at my actual job.
0: Yeah. No. The huh? thing is, I love working from home because it points out a big flaw in the way we go to work, for at least for mm-hmm. jobs that can be done from home, is that when I'm at work, sitting in an office all day, I'm thinking about what I can be doing when I'm at home, and when I hit a block in whatever I'm doing. And I'm, I'm honestly just wasting time just doing nothing. When, I, when I'm at work from home, I, like, watch something on YouTube or, like, watch an episode of something on Netflix real quick. Play it. Play, like, a round or two of a video game. And then I go back to working. And I was like, I'm like, okay, I got it out of my system. I don't have to sit there and think about it all day. I can just do it real quick, you know, like, 10, 15 minutes, take a break, and then do something else. And then go back to doing work. And it's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... To be honest, today I was thinking things I had to do around the house, and I I, at one point at about like I don't know eleven thirty, I got a lot of shit done. So I got up and I went and did all that shit, and came back and just did a lot more. It was nice to be able to just get up from my desk and be at home to go do that shit. That you yeah, and during lunch
0: you can like run errands or you know you can. I just whenever I work from home, I do a quick lunch and just play some video games for the rest of the time. It's like it's a good it's a good time. I like it. So what's your
2: commute, Seth? How long take How long take to work?
0: If I, if I do my regular commute where I drive to the train and then take the train to the city and then walk to work, then it's about, about 40 minutes, 45 minutes.
2: Mine's about 30 by driving the entire time. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you're saving all that time, basically. Yeah. I know, Marcus, you can't work from home. Uh, Unfortunately. your job. So, you can't work <laughs> at all now.
0: So. Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: You're basically you're, you're basically uh, you're working from home. Nice. Hey, I like it. Because isn't isn't Georgia's requirements like you have to like look for a certain amount of jobs every week or something? Yeah, like? three a week. And That's
1: final. insane.
2: Mm-hmm. And who's fucking hiring? Who's going to be hiring <laughs> in the
0: middle of a global pandemic?
1: <laughs> CDC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if Marcus finds the cure? Did,
0: Marcus, you used to make the cures for diseases. Why don't you just do it for this one?
1: Uh no, I'm not getting paid. Nah. i'm saying go work for the cdc it's in atlanta i'm, I'm gonna need some you know incentives to do all that. pay yeah, yeah yeah money capitalism man i know <laughs> like playing the game
2: well we were talking about how the country is and, and probably capitalism in general as you said seth is not prepared for this and we've already seen the effects People like Marcus, you got laid off. Yeah. We're we're seeing the closures of ports. We're seeing airlines are, requi- are asking the government for $50 billion to bail themselves out of this. We're seeing flights being reduced by 50 and now 95% in some cases. They're grounding planes. Yep. Ironically enough, this is going to do a lot to help fight global warming.
0: Yeah. Mm. And I saw... I mean, you, you told me that like, Republicans are basically proposing UBI.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> what? So, I need to talk about this real quick. So, two days ago, or was it three days ago, whatever, the, the Democratic-controlled House of Congress uh, passed a bill that was supposed to give paid sick leave to every person in America, mm-hmm. every worker, right? Here's the problem, though. They included an exemption for companies with over 500 employees,
0: Okay, what? so a lot of companies.
2: And then they included an exemption for companies with under 50 employees. Okay. So, that's 80% of the workers in America fall under those two categories.
1: Yeah. So, they want to make a bill that doesn't do anything. It's Dude, it's
2: purely fucking symbolic. It, it means nothing. It's not going to help anybody. Wow, And the the Republicans are currently gutting it in in the Senate. But yes, Seth, crazily enough, Mitt Romney and Tom Cotton are proposing a $1,000 a month UBI for every American.
0: So it's almost like coronavirus is doing more for the left than any of us. (laughs) Because it's convincing Mitt Romney to give UBI.
2: Yeah, and Tom Cotton, here's the thing though. In my opinion, this is a bad idea, because these people are fucking fascists, and they will use this this as, an, as a way to win votes to a point and say, hey, look, we solved the crisis, we got you out of this problem, and now you should vote for us so we can implement our fascist agenda. Um, so it's not entirely a good thing. The left needs to really... I mean, I know the left doesn't exist in Congress or the Senate, really, but they need to have a fucking answer, because this is bad. Like, if the fascists save America... That's really fucking bad prospects for us
0: going forward. Bernie Sanders is like, a thousand? I'll give you guys a thousand and one. And then it becomes like an eBay bidding war
2: between who is going to win. Well, so far, the Federal Reserve has dumped $2.3 trillion into the stock market to. In- oh, you mean into that liquidity. dumpster fire? Yeah. (laughs) When they they announced the first one on Thursday, the first $500 billion injection, the markets shot up for 15 minutes and then crashed immediately again. So, that's stupid. If you were to take that $2.3 million, $2.3 trillion, excuse me, and you were to cut that into a check for every single American, do you know how much money we'd all be getting? How much? $11,000. Holy shit! Hell
1: yes! What the
2: do that. Can instead. you imagine can you imagine the economic boom that would result from that? Yeah. <laughs> like right now you just suddenly get eleven K in your pocket. Yep. That's amazing. Like that's not sitting around, that's just getting spent immediately. Yup. I mean, Seth, didn't didn't you have a fucking crazy thing happen with your car recently?
0: Yeah, so I went to go get my uh car serviced on Saturday. I had a car uh from twenty eighteen. And I went, I want to get it serviced because you have to get it serviced every so many miles, oil change, blah, blah, blah. I went there to get it serviced, and I just, they're like, oh, it's going to take like an hour or something. I was like, oh, I'll just wait and listen to like a podcast or something. So I went into the room, and this guy called me, and he was like, hey, uh, I just saw that you're getting your car serviced, and I think we can just like upgrade you to a new car for the same, same thing you're still paying. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I go to talk to him, and basically, He's just like he's like because of coronavirus, we are giving away cars at this point. <laughs> so he was just like he's like, yeah, you can just we'll just take your old car. We'll we'll pay we'll basically pay off your old car and then we we'll, we'll give you this one for your same monthly payment, which I don't give a shit about anyway. This shit crashes, I'm not paying for it anyway. Um, so I was like, yeah, and then I talked to the the finance guy. Like the, the, he was like, yeah, this shit. He's like, this shit is like wiping us out. We are doing anything we can to sell a car. 100. Isn't your
2: payment, like, did you, didn't you say it was $3 less than it was before? No, it's
0: uh, $8 more. Only because I added something else to my my payment, like some oil changes or something.
2: Well, that's insane on oh, the face of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Holy $8 frick.
0: more a month for a, a brand a, new fucking car? brand new car. It was crazy. That's wild, dude. Yeah, that's I, I did awesome. the whole deal in like an hour and a half. <laughs> that's how badly they wanted to do this. <laughs> oh
2: Holy my god. And by the way, did you know that the rate of car loan defaults is rising at a meteoric rate? Really? Mm. Yes. I think it's like something like 30% of cars are now in default.
0: Yeah, because people don't have money.
2: You're going to have less money after this shit, yeah. too. And oh, yeah.
0: if you have a a job or live in a place where maybe a car is required, then you, got, I mean, you have to have one. What else are you going to do? So...
2: And what we're going to see now is as hospitals start to get overwhelmed and medical services break down and then lines of infrastructure and supply chains also begin to break down, there's going to be mass, I don't want to say civil disobedience, but disturbance, probably. And the cops are going to be stretched very fucking thin coming up pretty soon. So here's the thing. Economists, and this is crazy to even say they're saying this. But the smartest among them are saying the only way to deal with what's about to happen, because this shit ain't even gonna begin to fucking start until May. Yeah. We're still in we're still in baby shit mode right here. We're about ten days behind Italy and Italy is about to fucking fall apart because of this shit. So the only way to solve this problem is for a minimum three month Jubilee, whatever you want to call it, we just nobody pays rent mortgage utility bills student loan payments just pause it all for to save our economic structure which i'm not even in favor of doing that that's what economists say we have to do is for three months it, at minimum just say don't worry about it <laughs> just
0: i mean it's be cool it's what italy is doing they froze on mortgages and rent and i believe like car payment something utilities utilities yes they frozen all that which is I mean, obviously what you should do and weirdly enough even though a couple like a month ago I would have said this would never happen i do think america is on that path i think they're seeing this this economic effect and the only way at this point to cut your losses is to pretend they don't exist <laughs> and let let people off the hook because otherwise they're going to be def- defaulting and then you're going to be defaulting as well so it's not really gonna do anybody any good if you keep making people pay for stuff they can't pay for. Mm-hmm.
1: Damn. <clears throat> I mean, so like whatever. Smith, I was actually expecting you'd be like, you know, just let it crumble and then we'll <laughs> rebuild it from the from the I ashes. Said, I'm not in favor of this. Let it fucking burn. Because thing's the thing,
2: I'm not sure they'll do it. I don't know if they are. If they have the foresight. To even know this is the best policy, like Seth, you you have more faith than I do. And to be fair, Trump, being a populist, could accidentally save the goddamn country by saying this is the, this is the best thing you do, and he'd be right about that. But I don't know if people who are advising him would go for it because that would hurt profits. And also, I don't think people understand that we're looking at a fundamental shift. In, the, in like the, the fabric of the global structure of the economy and the world. Because people are not going to come out of the other side of this thing thinking the same way they did before. It's yep. just not going to happen. Like, say if you're talking about working from home, a lot of people are about to find out like in, in the industries that we work in that your job, in an, being in an office, is bullshit.
0: Oh, I agree. I, I 100% agree.
2: So for all this time, you could have been working from home, and your boss
0: was making you come in for no reason. That's going to become very apparent soon. Yeah, I know. I've, I mean, every, the first time I ever worked from home, I kind of believed that.
2: And then, don't forget, and this, is, this cannot be uh, understated, I guess, that this virus. I know that you, Seth and Marcus, y'all are a little bit more doom and gloom about this than I've been. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. If you're under 50, you will probably be okay. Eighty percent of cases are completely asymptomatic or have very mild symptoms. Twenty percent are symptomatic and more serious, and about three to four percent are the ones that will kill you. Right, and but that number, that three to four, goes way up the older you are. To like five percent over fifty, something like I think it's like eleven uh, percent over sixty, and then once you get to eighty, you're looking at about a fifteen percent mortality rate. Yeah. And that's from China, and Italy has worse numbers than that, but Italy also has a much older population than us, but at the same time, Italy also has a public health system which is much better prepared for what's coming than we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, um... It's strange. Um, I just lost my train of thought. I think I have coronavirus. I don't know. <laughs> um, I was watching the movie Contagion yesterday. Which has Good choice suddenly a become the most popular movie in America because um, mm. everyone's watching it because it's about, you know, a, a much more deadly disease, but a similar scenario where disease is spreading. What do we do? And it's weird. I've never heard, like, up until this, until coronavirus, maybe I'm crazy, but I'd never heard the term social distancing before. And they say it in that movie. The first mm-hmm. thing they say is, like, oh yeah, we gotta do social distancing. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, you know, stay away from, stay this far away from people. And I'm like, it's literally like, what what's going on right now? The movie is obviously a little more dramatic, but still very, very interesting. And uh, <laughs> watching it right now, a little scary. Well, they
2: based the movie off of the 1918 uh, Spanish flu because the term social distancing, distancing was invented back then. Like, they invented it for that specific occasion, because they were like, stay the fuck side, do not gather in big groups, this shit will fucking kill you, because that shit, we're talking about coronavirus being bad? Spanish flu had an 18% mortality rate across the board. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think Spanish what flu they gave out, it, it took out 1% of the world's population.
2: Mm. It was around 50, the n- numbers vary, but about 50 to 100 million people, yeah when we had a, a population of 1.8 billion. Yeah. Which is an insane number. But the danger with coronavirus is isn't so much the virus itself, but the, the effects it's going to have on our economy. Because our economy, for years now, has been building and building and building and building on nothing. It's just been people pumping it up for, for just to get the number to go higher to make more money. But the money isn't, isn't founded on anything real, right? right. And For years now, companies have been doing this cute little thing where they loan each other money, and then they, like, say, oh, you couldn't pay me in the amount of time I told you you could? Well, that's okay. Just pay me in two months. That's fine. Yeah. Because if I call on that debt, and you can't pay it, and you default, well, that's going to fuck things up for the investors. Shareholders will, holder, holders will lose value, and it weakens the confidence in the economy. And then you realize that every single fucking company is deeply, deeply in debt to other fucking companies, and it's all a
0: house of cards. <laughs> yep, they're all just ass-blasting each uh, other so they can ass-blast us. That's all it is. Oh, my God. Awful.
1: Holy yeah, shit. and it's
0: completely fucked up. And that's the one thing is a, a, a crisis like this, like, I mean, something like coronavirus as of now isn't as big as something like maybe from Contagion, like this movie. But it shows that even a, whatever, how small, how big you want to consider coronavirus to be, one outbreak is bringing capitalism to its knees very quickly. Yeah. Um, and it's so fucking funny. I mean, it is. I have to agree. It's hilarious. Nothing, nothing, nothing's nothing's holding it up. Like you just said, we've been faking it for years already, and now fucking coronavirus is like, you can't even hide anymore.
2: Like, if the economy was founded on something real, the stock market could not fall 3,000 goddamn points in one day.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, fingers crossed it doesn't affect him, but this is helping out a guy like Bernie Sanders a lot, yeah. Because his his public health programs are something that would very much address something like this and keep it from being as big as it is.
2: Well, let's talk about that for a second. Okay, uh, Marcus, did you watch the debate?
1: I saw clips of the debate.
2: Well, I watched the debate in its entirety. Okay, Ooh. and I have to say, I am disappointed in Bernie Sanders. Really? Uh-oh. He he. Here's the problem. Here's here. Okay, I hate to say it y'all, but here's why Bernie Sanders is not going to win the nomination. He refuses. He refuses outright to go at Joe Biden's fucking throat. He he pressed him a little bit. He got him a little flustered a couple times talking about his past. The social
0: security he, thing got him.
2: Yeah. yeah. But he refuses to just say the one thing he needs to fucking say that Joe Biden is a goddamn liar. He's a fucking liar. And, and Bernie will not go on the attack in the way he needs to because as long, he's calling Joe Biden his friend, he's saying he's incorrect, he's saying that he doesn't believe that that's necessarily true, just call him a goddamn liar because he's lying. Joe Biden is sitting there on fucking international stage saying that because it's a national crisis, your medical bills will be paid for. No, they fucking won't. That's not a law, not a rule anywhere. That's not how it fucking works! And CNN let him get away with saying that, and Bernie also didn't press him. So what the fuck are we supposed to do?
1: Hmm. Well, fuck. I'm sorry. I got a little it's, heated there. No, that's alright. Because it, it seems like Joe is just taking a page out of Trump's book, that he can lie as much as he wants, <laughs> as, as long as he gets what he wants out of it. So fuck
2: him. I mean, you're absolutely
1: correct. Lie about
2: whatever you want. The media won't call you on it because of whatever. Who they they call Bernie Sanders in a second, though, if he lied.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because Bernie's threat th- actual threat to capital. But <laughs> Joe Biden was like, well, Bernie said, you know, you wrote the bankruptcy bill that prevents student le- loan debts from being discharged in the event of a bankruptcy. And Joe Biden said, no, I didn't. And then Bernie just sort of said, well, and moved on. He fucking wrote the goddamn bill. Say it. Call him a fucking liar. It needs to happen. People have to know this guy is not just some fucking bumbling ass, silly looking fucking grandpa motherfucker.
0: He's a cold-blooded killer. And he's got to be called out on it. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, I mean, maybe he's not doing it in the way that you personally want him to do it. But saying, you know, going to to Joe Biden and say, hey, did you try to cut Social Security? And he says no. And then you're like, okay, well, you did. And there's proof. That's like calling him a fucking liar. It's the same thing. It's yeah. just in a little, little better way for people to listen to. Right.
1: Well,
2: credit to Bernie's social media team. They were posting the proof of what he was saying, and they were going much further than Bernie was. Because it's part of Bernie's strategy where he pr- appears to be, you know, nice and conciliatory on stage, and his his social media team goes on the attack. But the boomers do not read social media. But They're the boomers
0: aren't right. really going to vote for Bernie. The reason I mean, it's not social right media that. is because we want young people to go out and vote.
2: That's true. Because mm-hmm. on Twitter, been...
0: Bernie is president for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bernie is the president of Twitter in a lot of circles.
2: Most well, uh, people to get out and vote more, in my opinion. They've been out in record numbers, I know, but we've got to come out even stronger. Yeah. It, and we do have a chance. We have a chance. We have a chance. Because, as of now, there are five states, including Georgia, is going to vote on Tuesday... Three of those five states have now pushed their their elections back to May. So we have time to, for Bernie to make his case, and us to make it for him as well. So the the opportunity is not over; it still exists. I think. Um, what do you? Let's get y'all's
1: thoughts. I'm sorry. You said push back to May. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's really weird because I got. I got a fucking text from (laughs) vote.org saying the presidential primary has been rescheduled to May 19th. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm talking
1: about. Okay, all right.
0: What did you think? He said it was going to push to May. You got a text (laughs) saying it was being pushed to May and you thought something was up.
1: Because I had a brain fart and I'm like, oh, it's March. Oh, yeah. I forgot
0: May and May. Same word. Right,
1: right. Jeez. What's Um, wrong with me? What month do you think it was, Marcus? I I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Seth, what are your thoughts?
2: Right, let's get to look at you more on this.
0: Um, here's what I think. As we were talking about Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, the um, only thing that came to, my mind, come to mind is a tweet that I read the other day. And... It's a long tweet, but I'm going to read it on this. Because I think we all need to read this and understand who is promoting this kind of mentality. You guys ready?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is um by a person whose screen name is Granite, and they are at one minute call. I don't know who this person is. They might be famous. They might be a podcaster. They might be a... I have no idea what the fuck they are. But he looks like a, you know, regular... White man with uh, some facial hair and I guess he's wearing a suit in this picture and some headphones. Uh, Looks very well put together. So he says this. Here's the truth. I'm a straight, white, Christian, educated American male who makes a fuck ton of money. Elections can't even touch me. Fuck it. Vote for Trump or ignore Biden because your favorite grandpa didn't get the nod. Go for it. I still win. Trump is a plus for me. The thing is, he's still a cancerous ghoul whose only goal is pow- is power and wealth, and he's happy to take a big syphilitic piss on the Constitution and institutional strength of America to do it. But again, I still win. I'll pay lower taxes, and my kids will surpass yours. I get why people like I get why people like the guy. Especially fat-faced dimwits. He's the dumb bully they never got to be. He exudes a tasteless person's vision of status. He's what every angry moron thinks he'd be if he only, if only the liberals, slash Jews, slash welfare queens, etc., hadn't ruined the American dream. Doesn't really matter though. I still win. I'll wiggle out of income taxes and send my kids to private schools and never worry about the insurance and buy a boat named Self Made. I'll buy houses to rent to 40-ish millennials with roses in their Twitter names who can't afford to buy, and you'll either vote for the next Trump, you idiot, or boycott the next Biden because you grew up in the era of fake internet points and change.org positions, and you think fleeting, peacocking displays of your ethical rectitude mean fuck all in the real world. Or maybe you'll realize that the reason I'm saying all this asshole but truth shit is because you... You, me, and the broader we actually have to quit pretending that being a a piss baby about your candidate is going to do anything but make life worse for vulnerable people. It doesn't matter that you liked Bernie or Warren, man, I liked Warren, or Mackenzie Pete or who the fuck ever Tom Steyer is. It doesn't matter. They lost, and pretending that someone who can't beat Joe fucking Biden was going to win the general is asinine. Because here's the thing, the real thing, you've got to give a shit about other people. A kid in Pennsylvania is counting on you to send Betsy DeVos packing so he can have a school lunch. The only real meal he's getting is get, the only real meal he gets in a day. RBG is out here clinging on, clinging to life to save jurisprudence. People from all degrees of marginalized existences, the poor, LGBTs, immigrants, your grandma with diabetes, minorities, are counting on you to stop willfully making shit worse by standing some defunct candidate and giving more power to the grifters and single-issue fuckwits. So sit around and pet your crotch about how Bernie was going to forgive your loans from your semiotics degree at Sw- Swarthmore, or maybe grow up a little and stop making the world better for people, and, and start making the world better. Stop making the world better for people like me and worse for people who we owe a duty to care as fellow humans. Care about the greater good for once, not just your infantile, idolized, selfish version of it. Care about your country to put away the fantasies about loan forgiveness and stop the guy whose goal is cake, well cake, well-done steak cooked over ashes of American governance. Or don't. Like I said, I'll be fine. Looking forward to that boat, really. In wow. a And I cannot begin to explain how fucking angry that tweet made me, and the fire (laughs) it lit under me, and the rage, the blind rage I was in for the next three hours after I read this tweet. And it's not necessarily yeah, like the fucking dog he is. But the thing is, he is not the worst person in this story. You want to the worst person in this whole story is? Please tell us. Patton Oswalt. Oh, very interesting choice. Very famous comedian, a comedian who I love, a comedian who I've seen live. Um, very good actor as well. He retweeted this and pinned it and was like, "Yes, this is exactly what we need right now. I agree with this guy hundred percent." which my only thought is, fuck Patton Oswald. Like, th- yeah. all this and all the replies are like, um, the hashtag vote blue no matter who. Which, don't even get me fucking started on how stupid that is.
2: Mm. Allow me to once again reiterate, I will not be voting for Joe Biden.
0: No, I won't vote for Joe Biden. I, won't, I will not vote. Um, I also will not
1: vote for Joe Biden.
0: And here, I mean whatever the whole tweet is obviously hot garbage that makes no fucking sense and it's it's funny because he's trying to like you guys heard from his tone he's trying to be like oh yeah i'm fine but we should care anyway right that's his whole tone mm-hmm. but it just comes off as i don't give a fuck and you know who cares who, who gets the nomination just vote blue and i'm like okay whatever but the worst fucking part of this whole tweet is that he says that people from all degrees of marginalized existences, as in the poor, LGBTs, immigrants, your grandma with diabetes, and minorities, are counting on you. And does this man think for a fucking second that Joe Biden gives a fuck about any of those people he just listed?
2: Not a single fucking no. shit.
0: He, he, he's lying. He does not We're care old, about people. He doesn't care about gay people. He doesn't give a fuck about immigrants or old people with diseases or minorities. Obviously. What the fuck is this guy smoking? What is what the fuck is Joe
2: Biden going to do for for like fucking refugees who he has pledged already to deport back to their fucking countries of origin? that where they will die? Because that's they, they fled for a fucking reason. What's he gonna do for fucking LGBT people? The, okay, hold on. The Obama administration did not give gay people the right to get married. That was the Supreme Goddamn Motherfucking Court. Yeah, it's not the same thing.
0: It's not the same fucking thing. But for for all of time, it's gonna be Obama, and I guess now Joe Biden that gave them the right to get married. And Joe Biden is the
2: same fucking way as Hillary Clinton, where he did not support gay rights until the very fucking moment that it was socially acceptable to do so. As Bernie Sanders said last night, leadership is not about reflecting the, the, the desires that well people want when it's popular. It's about fighting for what is unpopular, but it's still necessary.
0: Exactly. And... So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I wasted... I felt like I was reading it for an hour, whatever, however long I took to read that tweet. Because, I mean, I just—I've never been more angered by a tweet. Like, I mean, I don't care. Like when Trump tweets, I do not get as angry as that tweet right there. No, nah, I hate this person. Hope they, get, hope they hope they get the fucking coronavirus yeah. and die. Like, sadly, he's probably like thirty or something, and he'll be fine. But fuck that. Guy. Hey,
2: good news by the way. Half of the cases that are currently in critical condition in France are under fifty. So, well, that's good. Mm. Maybe some people will get this shit and die and remove themselves from the fucking gene pool, because they're not they're not fucking they're, they're not smart enough or morally good enough to live. I'm sorry, but if, that's, if you if you spend all that time tweeting that and bragging about which money you fucking make and that your kids are gonna surpass ours, the the fact that he even mentions yeah. goddamn Swarthmore,
0: fuck you if you even know what Swarthmore is. Yeah, I mean the most. I mean, the, once again, he's what he's trying overall fails. But even if you are eating this shit up, when the, men- the part where he mentions that his kids are going to surpass yours, why on earth are you, like, rooting for this guy? Like, what is this guy giving you? A fuck at one minute call. Fuck whoever this guy is. Like, honestly, yeah. what a absolute piece of shit. And a useless tweet. that People are yeah. eating up. And fuck Pat Oswalt, like I said earlier. Yeah. Like... Absolutely.
2: It's just... It's just ridiculous that that,
0: this election is a line in the fucking sand. I agree. Okay. Say it. You get in line or you fucking get out. Okay. It is ridiculous.
2: I mean, here's the thing, y'all.
0: This is it. Like, this
2: is probably the last attempt of electoralism to work because a month ago, the whole world was different. And the yeah. world is still not quite aware that it's going to be completely different a year from now. Like, y'all, if 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 we survive this and the world has not turned to Mad Max by this time next year, then we'll be lucky.
0: Like, people don't understand just yeah. yet. We talk about how 2020 is, like, we talk about how it sucks. Man, 2021 is going to be real rough if we don't fucking turn this shit around.
2: Because here's the thing. To, to fight this... This virus, I suppose I hate to frame this as fighting it, but to, to combat the effects it's going to have on us, we need a level of intervention and and mobilization of resources not seen since the fucking new goddamn deal. And do you think that Trump or
0: Biden are going to get that done for you? Weirdly enough, I think that by accident, Trump might do it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But Joe Biden would never do it <laughs> on purpose or on accident. Like, if Joe Biden makes an accident, it's gonna be like fucking bombing a country out of nowhere. Which Trump would do on purpose. But Trump might accidentally become the, the the most left president we've ever had.
2: You know what, Seth? You're absolutely right. Trump. Here's the thing, y'all. We have not considered the most frightening future of all. What if Trump saves the goddamn country? Oh, I know. Cool. What if Donald fucking Trump Goes down
0: in history
2: as, as the, the guy who saved, saved us. us all. Yeah.
0: What if? No. I mean mm, what? You know how, why would you No? do no. I mean, Marcus, you can say no all you want, but if if we do some kind of New Deal level mobilization plan, what else will the narrative be? There's no other What I mean, if he goes history down books in history see it that way?
2: As one of the greatest presidents yes. to ever live. I'm not saying it's likely I'm just saying, consider that possibility. And in the history books in Texas,
0: they'll say he was the first president <laughs> of Neo America. Yeah. Uh. America was founded in November of 2016.
2: No. <laughs> um. I mean, we have to seriously consider the fact that Trump, being such an empty vessel and a moron who actually does listen to people and cares what they think about him and isn't beholden to these ancient ossified power structures, he could accidentally, in the most dumbassed way, enact policies that could help. And but here's the thing, though, that would assure that would assure our march into fascism. It'd be it'd be over then. The Nazis would have basically won. Oh yeah it'll be it'll be rough which is why i personally want trump to fail at this coronavirus shit and fail not so not just so badly that joe biden wins the fucking presidential election which would have been unthinkable a month ago but now i'd give it a 50/50 chance to happen i want trump to fuck it up so badly that america ceases to exist wow i want 100 percent devastation of the global system i want balkanization of every region of the u.s i want this to be over death of the empire man let's just fucking end it all are you saying
0: like everyone dies no i'm saying let a a new order rise from the ashes (laughs) okay that's fine i'm gonna be honest some of your rhetoric there was not clear (laughs)
2: I'm sorry I apologize for that for that for that confusion no I'm saying that guys if there was ever a time ever a time for communists and socialists whoever are anarchists on the left to strike this is it capital is at its weakest its system is crumbling the people are going to be looking for answers the nazis have an answer they have an answer the fascists trump cotton fucking goddamn romney noah hawley they have their answer wait noah hawley not what's the Josh Hawley. Sorry, oh, I, I was like, I was, what is No Hawley doing? <laughs> Sorry, Josh Hawley. They have an answer. The left has got to be there because the iron is hot and the time to strike is now. It's now. Get in the fucking streets and get ready. Because this is our moment. Everything we've been saying about how fragile a system is, how fucked up it is, how it can't sustain us, is true. And this is the biggest possible example. It's, it's, our, it's a godsend, as if the divine had reached down and handed us the perfect moment, and we've got to seize it. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast, all our small Argentinian children listeners, <laughs>
0: go into the streets and kill your parents. <laughs> like, this is the moment. Oh my god, that's a, that's a mixed <laughs> messages. I like, I'm sorry, I have to say, no. I love the idea that we're talking about coronavirus, and then we're just like, who can save us? And then Noah Hawley is like, I know what we can do. Another season of Fargo. Let's go.
2: I'm gonna lay back and cut now, y'all. Y'all take it. <sighs> go ahead.
0: Oh, um, oh my god.
2: So Argentinian children.
0: Killing your parents? Maybe not the best you know, um, De- Definitely not the best
1: move. <laughs> um, <laughs> Disclaimer, don't do that.
0: Yeah, because if they don't have parents, we're not gonna have any more listener factories. So... Uh, um,
1: oh god.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, you said it pretty well. I do think this is a pretty good moment. Like I said, it's this is a... Ugh, this is an eye-opening point where people are... People who maybe have a lot of faith in the system, are even them, are realizing that something's messed up. Like, we're not prepared for this at all. Like, closings and social distancing and, like, having rations or, you know, produce, something like... To, to sustain yourself like sustenance like this provided it is it's not there and quite frankly a lot of people who should be paying for this stuff aren't paying for it yeah it's oh. happening in the nba there's like they're talking about because they, they can't they suspended the nba season which fucking fuck the coronavirus fucking ruined in <laughs> my goddamn year anyway um they, they suspended the NBA, and that the people were like, oh, what's going to happen to the hourly employees who work in all the stadiums? It's like this is a big part of their income during the season. And logically, I would say, oh, the team owners and stadium owners will still pay them because that's uh, that's the loss you take when you're in this kind of business that can fail, that can go, go out of business for a little bit. But no, actually, only one – as far as I know, only one NBA team owner has agreed to pay pay the employees, Mark Cuban. Um, and the rest of it has been, take, has been taken care of by the players. There are players who are donating hundreds of thousands up to millions of dollars to keep these people fed during the time that the NBA is out of season. Rookie Zion Williamson is paying, he's pledged for a whole month to pay for every single employee's salary or hourly, whatever that is. He, he's doing that for a whole month by himself. When the fucking team owners, these big capitalist pigs, who have enough money to buy an NBA team, which costs hundreds of millions of dollars, aren't doing shit.
1: So, yeah, that would, that would cut into their profits, man. Yes, what, what it's are you fucking taking?
0: crazy. <laughs> so yeah, this is a good time for people to realize, this isn't the best system. America and other capitalist countries like it are not prepared for this kind of thing. And you know, even whatever fix we're going to fucking try to implement, even if it puts a band-aid on it, it doesn't mean we're ready for the next thing. What are we, are we going to be ready for a, a bigger disease on the level of, like, the one from that movie? Like, are we going to be ready for that? I don't fucking think so. so. Definitely not, no. no.
1: I've recovered a little bit, I think. Yeah. Oh, thank
0: goodness. <laughs> we were, we were worried for, we were about, we were about to start talking about intergalactic reviewers. You're right. I want to say yeah, I like Zion Williamson more now. Yep, that's a cool
2: move on his part. Very cool. I do think, just a side note, that the loss of sports is going to be, really contribute to people thinking this shit's fucked yep. up.
0: Yep. NBA, NHL, MLB, soccer, every sport has suspended the season. Which El- is fucking even wild. fucking esports. They took League of Legends from me as well. Damn. Do they not know that it's, it's played on a computer? You got to play in a studio mean, to have zero ping.
1: Yeah,
0: oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> and at first, they were going to do it without fans, which is kind of okay for esports since the streams are really big. But then in Europe, there was like a person who worked for this for the broadcast who like thought they had symptoms and might have it, so then they shut down Europe entirely. And then North America was still going to do the audience. And then a day before, like the day of when they were about to do games, they, they canceled that too because they were like, it's not worth the risk. So, yeah, no fucking anything.
2: Remember how a couple weeks ago we were talking about this and how the NBA was considering having games with no audience?
0: Yeah. Right.
2: And how that would be really eerie? Yeah. Well, have you seen the fucking crazy clips from the WWE show where they did that?
0: No, they did that.
2: Oh, they wrestled what? with no one there. That's crazy. But they still did the shit where they would try to pump the crowd up. Wait, what? <laughs> There's a eerie the video crowd. of a wrestler, I don't know which one it is, on a turnbuckle, and he's like, he's like gesturing to the crowd
1: that's not there.
0: Oh. That's amazing.
1: Do, do you, you need to link this to us. Oh, <laughs> <at the point laughs> the it's some dystopian at right shit. Now. It's hilarious. Oh my God
2: um to cope with the fact that i'm in quarantine now i have i was like looking through the, the, i was like you know what i'm gonna play a video game yes a video game i'm trying to find one to play and
0: play you know gank. what i
1: settled on play gink
2: the division two
0: ah so close. Uh, no, a very very good one i yeah, was exactly. thinking of cracking up in the last of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're ready Soon for the future to be.
2: Yeah, the Division 2, I gotta say, I started the new campaign, the Warlords of New York campaign, and I gotta give them credit, y'all. The environmental artists in this game, they deserve a raise, because not only is it a one-to-one recreation of a portion of New York, but it just, I mean, you can believe the fucking apocalypse happened here. Like, yeah. they have nailed it. Nice. It's a very, again, a creepy feeling to be playing that game and then thinking about, this is nowhere as bad as the fictional di- disease in that game, but the the societal impacts could be... Could be pretty equal. Like I said, I'm going to calm down again. I'm getting okay. excited again. Calming. saw. <laughs> Marcus, what have you been playing to pass your laid-off quarantine Me? time? Um,
1: well... Ori and the Will of the Wisps hey. came out, so woo-woo. And on Xbox Game Pass, I didn't have to pay for it! Woo! No, we're not promoting Xbox Game Pass. We never will. <laughs> I know. It's stupid. I can dream, damn it. But, you know, it's it's a it's a beautiful fucking platformer where you yeah. play like a little The first Ori game was bunny. great. Yeah, yeah. And this one is... Even better. Yeah, people you don't say have it's that better, little, and
0: I'm like, damn.
1: It's so much better. Oh my god. Oh, you don't wow. have that little ball that, like, shoots for you. You actually, like, fight these monsters yourself, and Ori goes to town. I'm like, hmm. Ah. Like, the first boss fight is a wolf that's definitely yeah. 20 times bigger than than Ori, but you beat it. You beat it into submission with a torch. <laughs> <laughs> with a torch. A torch. And I was like, wow, you, you're a baller, Ori. Good Good shit. You're still alive. Uh, also freaking kingdom hearts is on game pass which is really weird uh, considering we don't have access to the first two. Oh, it's just but, kingdom you know, hearts three yeah just so 3. it's just the worst thing ever yeah right and i'm like like there are a lot of people who've never experienced kingdom hearts before who like it and i'm just like but you don't know how good it yeah. could be <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you were dumb. Sorry. Uh, cause, cause, oh god, two is definitely the best. I have it. I have the second one, and I need to play it again. Uh, just, just to get this other thing like out of my mouth. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, also, um, Call of Duty. <laughs> they have a battle royale right <laughs> now. They have a battle royale. Right <laughs> So of course I had to give that a whirl. It's free to that's, play, uh, right? Yes, yeah, it is free to play. It's called uh, Modern Warfare Warzone. War uh, what What's cool about it? Like they have a cool little interesting thing. Like if you die early on, you become a prisoner of war. Yeah, and you like fight s- <laughs> Yes, you get sent to the gulag, and you have a chance to get back into the fight by winning a one v one. That's That's cool. That's cool. Yeah,
0: I've been watching Ugh. some streams of it and Yeah, it looks it's looks kind of yeah, it looks inferior to like Apex Legends, which is what I've been playing a lot of. Yeah.
1: But like visually it's it's very plain. It's very plain to and it has and has a lot of call 49. of duty crap that I'm not a big fan yeah. of.
0: But hey, a very very popular game and people are having mm-hmm. fun, so and what what we need to do right now is have some fun. Sorry, dude. So yeah. And yeah, like I said, I've been playing Apex Legends, still really enjoying it right before we started recording I got a win and ranked so I was I was
1: coming hot off of that who are you playing as Uh, Bangalore oh up in the chimney (laughs) yep
0: I hate that's the worst part of that fucking game is how often like what I don't like is when it's like oh there's a new kill leader the game tells you this a lady aunt says there's a new kill leader and then your character is like hey there's a new kill leader we gotta watch out i might have one or the other. <laughs> Everything that is announced in the game, every ability, you gotta say some shit. I'm like, no. Uh, one or the other. Interesting.
1: I kinda like that. I like the characters interacting. And I, did, like the
0: that's the I just wish we didn't have system. the announcer. I uh, uh, Maybe have like maybe have some text as, like, new kill leader, and then have your team be like, oh, there's a new kill leader.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, I think of it as, like like... There's like some huge speaker system throughout the place, and they're like, oh, there's a new kill leader guys, to so keep an eye out. But then yeah. again, the, the kill leader doesn't change that often. Yeah, and who gives a shit? Unless you kill them.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun game, and I've been having a good time. Yeah. And I'm- a- Hey. We, sh-
1: we need to play. I'll tell we you one thing. Play.
0: We do. I'll tell you one thing. When video game servers go down, that is when the riot yeah, start. Yeah,
1: that's the- <laughs> I can't. I can't waste my time playing video games. Now you fucked up, go, man.
0: Let's go. Also, I was gonna say another thing about this that I think is gonna have an experiment is so for the past know, two or three years, ever since streaming movies has become like a really big option for a lot of people, some people are saying, "Oh, well, that's just gonna kill movie theaters because then they'll just release their movies on streaming. People will pay whatever and watch it, and then it'll be whatever." And for a long time, the theater system still works because of exclusivity and because of, like, you want, you want word of mouth, and word of mouth literally happens when you're in a theater. Right now, people aren't going to theaters for obvious reasons. Right. I go to the theater all the time. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Um, I'm not going right now. And I think this is, like, and there's been a bunch of movies that have been released in the past two weeks that are fucking failing. And some of them are movies that wouldn't have really been that big anyway. Uh, You know, just like middle of the pack movies, and I'm like, I wonder if during Corona, studios are gonna play with not doing theaters and is releasing it on streaming. Mm. And see how that works. And if that works, Corona might kill the movie industry, or at least the theater industry as well.
1: Oh, shit.
0: So, I don't know. It's it's definitely an option. I I mean, if I'm releasing some random fucking movie in the next couple weeks, I would just put, I'll be like, fuck it, put it on streaming. I don't care. See what happens.
2: So I take it you haven't seen the news then yet, Seth? What's the news? About the movie uh, Trolls World Tour? No. It's coming out simultaneously uh, in theaters and streaming.
0: Really? Mm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What did I say? Fucking (laughs) culty. Live on this podcast, I figured it out.
1: He's a genius, people. Hours after the news has announced, out before seeing (laughs) it. But I didn't
0: see it. I've been saying this. I was like, I, "Hey, man, if I was releasing the way back and fucking, I still believe in these random ass movies that are coming out right now, I'd be like, just stream them. I don't care."
2: Um, so yeah, did you see that Disney? They got, they got it solved, y'all. They got it solved. They what? put out uh, Frozen Two already on streaming.
0: Yeah, on they, did, they did it. They did it. That'll fix everything. was also Rise of Skywalker. So. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I got a fucking notification that was like. Finally, watch Rise of Skywalker at home, and I'm like, you do not know who you're marketing yourself to. I <laughs> <laughs> can well, like, kill myself in private then. Yeah, because that is the last movie I ever want to watch.
2: Um, boys, I've sent y'all an image in, in the chat. If you'd like to check this out real quick, oh, and, and, and you can see a preview of, of of what's about to happen. Yeah, see, so in Illinois,
0: they're trying to announce election uh counts early. Yes, even though it hasn't happened yet. Yes, Whoa. which means there's a fix in place.
2: Yeah, so they're claiming this is test data that was submitted,
0: which means they have to, they're, they're gonna have to spend all night trying to figure out just enough variation
1: to where it doesn't look like they fake that it actually faked it. Yeah wow. a and, whole oh, and that's from a hundred percent in. Wow. yeah, test data though. yeah, we're just testing guys.
2: I also that the name of the news station is
0: WCIA. Mm. <laughs> oh boy. Of course it was them.
2: Um, I think it's a dry run for them fixing uh, the election. Um, I'm starting to actually believe that there's been some vote rigging happening. Yeah. Because the exit polls are absolutely insane in that somehow every time Bernie, that they always cut against Bernie Sanders, that he is consistently losing about 15%. He like his vote, his vote totals are 15% higher in exit polls than they are in the actual results. So something is telling me here that that number is just way too consistent.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: Other small things that have happened to get off that subject for a second y'all see that on Friday, Donald Trump gave a speech, and when he gave the speech, the stock market jumped by 1,900 points? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he, he y'all, he printed it out, the, the graph, he signed his goddamn signature on it, and sent it to Lou Dobbs to put on TV, on Fox News. Wow. I wonder who's going to sign today's 3,000-point drop.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was busy. Couldn't do this one. <laughs> Fuck. Um, That's so stupid. The yeah. market always fluctuate with, fluctuates when he's on TV.
2: It does. And on Fridays, the market always rallies, and on Mondays, it usually goes down. Yeah. But, also, did y'all see that, that Joe Biden committed to picking a woman for his vice president? Oh, All boy. Alright, who is it gonna be? Kamala
0: Harris? Amy Close. It's
2: Klob, for sure. Because he committed to putting a woman of color on the Supreme Court, and that means Kamala Harris.
0: Yay. I mean, once again, I still don't think any of this shit's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna lose, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But. Wow. What a
2: what a fucking idiot. And then the, the people, the, the fucking CNN people were like, Bernie, will you also commit to picking a woman for vice president? Of course. Like, what the fuck? And then at one point. Y'all, I was told to watch this fucking debate because the moderators were were, were basically debating for Joe Biden. At one point, Ugh. they were like, "Joe Biden, your weaknesses. So you voted for the Iraq War. Not really a big deal, but how do you feel about that mistake?" Now they went to Bernie and they were just like, "So Bernie, you love Castro and dictatorships, <laughs> yeah. and so how do you justify wanting to kill millions of people for your political ideology?" And then he answered very succinctly. Yeah, it, it. They were just like consistently trying to get Bernie on everything. They were like, "Oh, Bernie, it also seems you talked about changing the taxes for Social Security as well." And Bernie was like, "Yeah, I did. I said we should pay more."
0: Yeah, uh, well, it was like you're changing your story there, buddy. Did you change them or not?
2: <laughs> anyway, Joe, so body media's... looking good today? Yeah. The media is in the, in the fucking tank for Biden and probably just Trump and capitalism in general, so they're not really to be trusted. Yeah. Sorry, I was getting excited again. I'm trying to maintain a low heart rate right now because <laughs> <laughs> it spiked earlier. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what, y'all? Uh, I think. Is that is that a good place to wrap it up? you Do have any thoughts
1: to, to tell? Marcus, anything on your end? Man. Things are just fucking, just here existing in the fucking void, man. Yeah, you, for real, you are now. (laughs) Um. Fucking sucks. Yeah, but I Um, really hope
0: we start, we suspend rent and mortgage, because I'm not sure you're going to
1: find a job anytime soon. Yeah, you're, you're probably fucking right. But at the same time, like, this, I feel like things are just, we're so used to, like, not having to deal with this shit. That we've just traded it all for money. So when it all breaks down and you don't have any money, you know, you're screwed. Yeah. I mean, that's always been how it is, but doubly worse now. Yes, I agree.
2: Yeah, I think that, uh, I think, Marcus, that if they, if you can't pay rent or whatever, uh, tell them to come and take it. <laughs> Put a sign on your door that says coronavirus inside. Oh, oh that, ooh, that's good Infected idea. within. Like, go full walking dead on these motherfuckers. <laughs> because let's be honest here, the cops are too stupid to know how it's how it transmitted. All right, all right. They're not going to know that the transmission is like only between certain times. They're just going to think, oh shit, I'm not going to that fucking yeah. apartment. There's, There's sick people in there. Um, Seth, any you got any more closing thoughts?
0: No, I'm good. I mean, I'm just glad that I completely guessed uh, the thing about the movies correctly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If it keeps happening, Seth, you you will definitely be ahead of the curve on that. Yeah. And Um, to be honest, I can see it happening. Like, really?
0: Yeah. I think it's... I mean, I think if you're not, like... I mean, there's always surprises, but if you're not, like, a Disney or a Warner Brothers or a Fox movie... I mean, even Warner Brothers is kind of dead. Any of these movies that's coming out, I mean, I don't know. I I, I Maybe streaming's better. I don't know. Netflix always reports that 40 million people watched the Rob Lowe Christmas rom-com. So, I don't know. Maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. I don't know. But it might be
2: better. Well, they they pushed back uh, the new James Bond, right? Uh,
0: yeah, James Bond, Fast and Furious for a whole year. Yeah. Um, Mulan, and I think they're going to do Black Widow pretty soon. They, they still haven't announced the Black Widow one, but they've... They should, because there's no way they're gonna be, that movie's going to come out in theater soon. So. Some point
2: out to me that, by the way, the Fast and Furious, it's 9, right? Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: 9 is currently scheduled to come out on the same day as Fast and Furious 10.
1: That's that's nice. <laughs> what if they release them both? Oh, double feature. Ooh.
0: Well, I guess they can't film the 10th one for a while, so...
2: I'm going to make a prediction right now, Seth. Okay. Building off of yours. Black Widow... Will come out in theaters on the day it's supposed to, and it will also be on Disney Plus the same day.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I think that's what it'll we'll do. Because, I mean, like, theaters are going to be fucking plague factories at this point. Like, don't go there. Yeah. So it's it's May, right? May, yeah. May yeah. is when the virus is ready to peak in America. So. <clears throat> shit's changing, y'all. Yeah. It's developing very rapidly, very quickly. And let me just go ahead, I'll say it calmly this time, we are living in a critical moment in history. They will, we, we make it through this, because we will, they will one day, we, you are living in that point in your history textbook, where the teacher, when you were in like middle school, would take a couple of days to talk about this event.
1: Mm.
2: That's what we're living in right now. This is huge, it's important, and we have got to stick together and rise to the occasion. That's all I'm going to say. I agree also this glad to have y'all support all right um this has
0: been the Elenos podcast i'm smith you can find me on twitter at mc surf i'm seth you can find me on twitter at elenial seth and on letterboxd at K-Nazaris, Kynazeras k-y-n-a-z-e-r-a-s
1: <clears throat> excuse me oh just just the corona guys don't worry um <laughs> I'm uh, Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at MrBeaches. And? and I also do the art for this podcast.
0: <laughs> and now it's just a reaction. Our theme song was by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and they're both from the south and apparently there's no audience anymore. So it might be interesting to hear what they say about that. So if that sounds interesting go check it out.
2: You can lead a horse or water but you can't get under it. Uh, fuck
0: at one minute call and Patton Oswald.
1: Wash your damn hands. Nice.
0: This is incredibly appropriate. We stopped (laughs) trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. (laughs) And from New Orleans to New York. That's Alienist Podcast, baby.
1: We're out. Out. Peace.